News when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis in Hong Kong. A fuel tanker tied to Trafagura Group was struck Friday by a missile as it transited the Red Sea. This happened about 55 miles southeast of Aden, Yemen. The area is an unavoidable route for any carrier wanting to use the Suez Canal to cut between Asia and Europe. More from Bloomberg's Charlie Pellet. The area in question and the southern Red Sea have been the center of multiple attacks on ships by Houthi militants in recent weeks. Since mid-November, the Houthis have launched near-daily attacks on vessels transiting the waterway in an act of solidarity with Palestinians amid the war between Israel and the militant group Hamas. The conflict has rerouted trade flows as some shippers avoid the key waterway. Charlie Pellet, Bloomberg Radio. President Joe Biden is facing mounting pressure to confront Iran about support of militant organizations. Bloomberg's Ed Baxter has the story. This is coming as an attack by militants in Jordan killed three troops and wounded 25 others. There are discussions underway regarding a number of options, including covert operations and multiple military strikes. The new chair of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General C.Q. Brown, says questions in the Middle East boil down now to deterrence. Think about the uh, approach we take. We want to ensure that we uh, take away capability while we protect our forces at the same time, not have this brought into a... uh, into a a much wider conflict. None of the attacks so far have slowed down the Iranian proxies. Ed Baxter, Bloomberg Radio. The cable TV networks may be hoping for a big election year that boosts their viewership. They might not get it, as we hear from Bloomberg's Nathan Hager in Washington. Primetime viewership so far this season for Fox News, CNN, and MSNBC has averaged about 3.7 million viewers. That's down from the 6.5 million who tuned into cable news four years ago to get the latest on the pandemic and the 2020 race. This year's more challenging for cable news. Donald Trump has sat out the debates. A Trump-Biden rematch seems like a foregone conclusion, and polls show most Americans don't want one. In Washington, I'm Nathan Hager, Bloomberg Radio. Meantime, U.S. and Chinese officials are set to meet in Beijing to discuss efforts to clamp down on fentanyl trafficking. Senior officials from the Departments of Homeland Security, Justice, State and Treasury will participate. Those talks begin tomorrow. A Hong Kong court has ordered the giant developer China Evergrande to liquidate. Evergrande was unable to come to a restructuring agreement with its creditors. The winding up order is likely to send ripples through China's markets. The liquidator is likely to face a daunting process. Most Evergrande projects are operated by local units. They could be difficult to seize by the offshore liquidator. China will halt the lending of certain shares for short selling beginning today. More from Bloomberg's Joanne Wong in Hong Kong. The China Securities Regulatory Commission is moving to support the country's slumping stock markets. Strategic investors will not be allowed to lend out shares during lockup periods. Authorities are taking measures following an alarming slide in Chinese stocks. The MSCI China Index has lost 60 percent from a 2021 high. The CSRC also vowed yesterday to crack down on other lockup restrictions, including the timing of the stock lending. In Hong Kong, Joanne Wong, Bloomberg Radio. China is planning to fold three of its biggest state-owned bad debt managers into its sovereign wealth fund. That's the China Investment Corp. The extent of the transfer was not made public. U.S. and Chinese officials are also set to meet in Beijing soon. They'll discuss efforts to clamp down on fentanyl trafficking. Well, a big week for earnings, with Wall Street looking for new clues as to where the market might head. Nadia Lovell is senior U.S. equity strategist at UBS Financial Services. 
We do expect tech to be able to deliver on mm-hmm. the earnings. Some of our early checks are already pointing to that. So we think that this market can continue to be a grind high. Now, in fairness, you know, the market is not too far from our base case scenario for 5000 on the S&P 500. Meantime, the Biden administration is set to announce massive subsidies to chip makers by the end of March. The companies include Intel and Taiwan Semiconductor. In sports news, the NFL championship weekend has come to a close. The Kansas City Chiefs outlasted the Baltimore Ravens with a final score of 17-10. to Tight end Travis Kelsey caught all 11 of his targets for 116 yards and a touchdown. In the NFC matchup, the San Francisco 49ers beat the Detroit Lions 34-31. The Niners will head to Las Vegas to face the Chiefs in a rematch of 2021's big game. Super Bowl 58 will take place on Sunday, February 11th. That's news when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Brian Curtis. This is Bloomberg. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.